And I think it's important sometimes just to, to stop and reflect and to start implementing the things you've learned. It's very easy just to passively consume knowledge, but if you're not actually implementing those things, it sort of becomes meaningless. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of In Conversation. And In Conversation first this week, as it's the first time I've recorded a podcast without a guest. I know that goes against the, the typical nature of these podcasts being quite conversational, quite chilled out. I like to give you guys the sense that you're actually here having the conversation with us. So, so it's a different one this week where it'll just be me, but at the same time, I'd still like to try and keep it conversational. Um, sort of let you guys in on some of the conversations I'm having with myself at the moment. Um, and hopefully you can take some value from it. As a lot of you will know, if you've checked out my latest guide, I've been doing a lot of learning and research recently, studying a lot of personal brands. Um, and I've been doing a lot of um, sort of learning and personal development work outside of that. And I think it's important sometimes just to, to stop and reflect and to start implementing the things you've learned. It's very easy just to passively consume knowledge, but if you're not actually implementing those things, it sort of becomes meaningless. I saw an awesome post the other day from Joel Laoji. Shout out, Joel. He came on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, actually. What he was saying was that he had seen that all these successful people were reading books every week, every month, every day sometimes. So he basically tried it himself, but the results didn't really happen for him. He didn't notice that much of a difference. And what he put that down to was maybe a lack of implementation of what he'd actually been learning. So whilst it is, it's great to, to read and to learn and to, to study what other people have done, it's just as important to actually reflect on those things that you've learned and implement them. So the focus of today actually will just be going over some of the things that, that I've learned recently and reflecting on things that I think are important. Um, tied into that, which is a nice way to actually get started, is this idea of slowing down. We're, especially in, in modern society, we're living our lives at 100 miles an hour. And that translates into how we communicate with people, how we run our businesses, and how we ultimately serve our clients. Now, this is going to have pretty detrimental results if you're constantly operating at 100 miles an hour. You're not going to be able to stop and take more of an objective look <clears throat> at, at what you're doing. If you're, if you're constantly consumed by um, everything that's going on and sort of riding the wave of reality, I guess, and going as quickly as everyone else, it's very hard to just stop and consider whether what you're doing is right for you. So this concept of slowing down has been super important lately, and especially in terms of not getting carried away in other people's agendas. It's very easy to um, take someone else's goals and set them as your own and then try and live your life trying to achieve those when actually they're not what you really want. They might not work for you. They might not um, be right for you, but you're still trying to achieve them because someone else has, has advised you you pursue them and you're, you're operating at this speed that you can't really control. So slowing down has been a hugely important thing for me lately. And it ties into this, this concept of serving people and serving your audience, serving your clients. One of the things that I 
observed studying these personal brands over the last few weeks is that they're very focused on serving current clients rather than acquiring new clients. So whilst they, they are still creating new clients constantly, putting content out, building their personal brands, doing what they can to acquire new clients, their current clients and getting results for their current clients is the focus for them. So they've sort of got this idea of slowing down, um, nailed down if you like, and they understand the importance of actually focusing on what you currently have to do, focusing on the people you're currently serving, the people that are currently paying for your service rather than trying to acquire new ones. What will happen when you do this is you'll actually find results come a lot faster and a lot, um, a lot bigger, a lot better, um, a lot more easily because your focus is on actually obtaining them. Why is that important? Well, because the results you produce for other people and the things other people then say about you, i.e. clients and previous clients, is far more important than anything you can ever say about yourself. It's going to have a lot more effect on new clients, potential prospects, um, anyone just looking to follow you or, or um, interested in your service. It's going to have a lot more effect on them than anything you can say yourself but i think it's only possible really to come from that place when you have slowed down and when you sort of step out of this um external world if you like of, of operating way faster than our brain can possibly manage so yeah really key to, to slow down and just stop for a moment and take in what's going to be right for you and what's going to be beneficial long term and i think one of the the key parts to actually doing this and probably the hardest part to to manage is this idea of not attaching emotion to the number of clients you're getting so when you're building a personal brand or trying to create inbound opportunities whatever it is if you're if you're trying to grow your business we often set these goals of say a, a certain number of clients or a number of people engaging in our posts or a number of podcast appearances whatever it is we attach a number to it and when we do that we also attach a lot of emotion and then by attaching emotion whilst it might motivate us in the short term if we if we don't achieve that we get carried away in the, the feeling of loss if you like we feel like we've failed and that can affect us a lot because we've attached this strong emotion to us when actually although we maybe wanted to get 10 clients and we've only got seven we still have acquired seven new clients which is it's progress right we we don't look at things in in as much of a way as we don't attach progression to them if you like when we when we have this emotional side attached to them um so i think yeah it's, it's really important to not attach emotion to maybe the number of clients you're looking to get or number of podcast experiences you want whatever it is because then you can look at it objectively and you can look at your personal development from an objective point of view rather than constantly focusing on this number that you have to hit. And if you haven't hit that exact number, you failed because that's really not the case. Um, but what you'll actually find when you stop attaching emotion and just what comes with that is obviously slowing down is that you're actually better able to serve people. So I myself had a, a potential client on the phone the other day and we discussed what he needed. I 
tried to come from a place of value. But what ultimately happened was that I essentially showed him a little bit of what he needed to do. And then after discovering what he needed, basically referred him to a competitor, if you like, referred him to someone else who offers a similar thing to what I do, but who has a program that um, would suit him better. So it would have been easy for me to, to try and convince him to go with my service and to push him down something that wasn't completely right for him. But because I had no emotion attached to that client, I was there to simply serve people. I ended up actually um, sending him, if you like, to a competitor, which I was completely fine with after the call because what ultimately happened was that he liked my approach to it. He actually valued what I had done for him a lot more than if I had pushed him into my program that wasn't a great fit and he hadn't got the results. Then I I didn't deliver, um, didn't bring about the results because we weren't a right fit for each other. That in the long term is far more detrimental because you've got a, a client with negative reviews of you, someone that's not actually going to refer you to anyone else someone that might even give you a a poor um, review which is going to deter other people so by separating the emotion from getting that client I've essentially prevented myself from um, messing up someone's results um, not producing a result for them which would have affected me long term now however whilst we still don't know whether he will go with my program even if he doesn't, he has a positive perception of me. And if he comes across anyone else needing what I do offer, he'll probably refer them to me because of the place of value that I came from, because of the fact that I served him as best I could without trying any <laughs> sleazy sales tactics or, or pushing him into something that wasn't right for him. So I hope that makes the message clear of, of three things really, of slowing down and then also not attaching emotion to a particular goal or result you're trying to achieve, um, which is actually going to allow you to serve your current clients better. And in the long term, that's going to produce exponential results because the more people you have that are raving about your, your product, your service, your offering, whatever it is, it's going to be far easier for you to bring in clients two, three months down the road. Um, so it really is a long-term strategy if you like. Um, and I guess comes from a place of having clear values that you want to live by. I almost felt a sense of pride if you like, after this phone call with the, with the prospect, um, because one of my key values is, is coming from a place of value, right. And actually, um, trying to help people, even if they're not going to buy my service, I will still try and do what I can to help them. Um, because it's not really any loss to me. So actually managing to fulfill one of my values in that way was, was really important for me and sort of gave me that self-confirmation that what I'm doing is, is the right thing. I guess then if you could take anything away from the past 10 minutes, it'd be those three ideas of, of slowing down, not touch, attaching emotion to any goal you have and serving your current clients as best you can and making that a focus. One of the other things I've noticed a lot that these, these huge personal brands that I've been studying have is, is a particular type of character. And this comes into the sort of personal development side of things that I was talking about at the start of the podcast, is that they are the ones that are 
reading exceptional amounts of, of books, of listening to podcasts, reading content, and then implementing that, reflecting on it and developing themselves. If you observe any large personal brand on LinkedIn, one that's actually got a legitimate following, that's actually growing a business off the back of their personal brand, you'll find that they have a particular type of character that they're very charismatic they're very good communicators they're excellent leaders they empower people um, so very good soft skills they're also extremely consistent and disciplined and i think this i talk about this a fair bit and a lot of you would have seen the sort of mantra that i'm growing around which is redefining personal branding this sort of personal development side is a lot of that so i think a misconception of personal branding is that it's all about fancy content strategies and having an aesthetic website and all these things that, yeah, they do help. These sort of social media strategies, if you like, um, nailing down your values, these sorts of things that do help. And I actually I teach them in my programs. But without the personal development side behind them, they become meaningless because anyone can learn a new strategy and um, maybe implement it for a few days but if you don't have the consistency and the discipline to continue implementing it and you don't have then the soft skills to actually empower people and lead people you're not going to be producing a sales and b results for the people that you that you're serving for your clients it's funny how people buy these these online courses we've probably all done some of them ourselves and you read the reviews and some people are getting amazing results from them. But some people don't have any results at all. So why is it that two people can go through the exact same program, consume the exact same content, but one of them doesn't get any results and the other's life has changed. They've created a business worth millions, whatever the result is. Yes, you might be able to put some of it down to luck, but a lot of it is also down to the personal development side and the sort of self-identity we've created for ourselves um, and that being our character, our discipline, our um, leadership skills, our communication skills. It's, it's all well and good learning with strategies, but if you haven't got this perception of yourself of someone that can actually implement them, then ultimately they're going to be meaningless. So I think a lot of the time, whilst we might have the same knowledge as someone else who's built a, a hugely successful business off the back of it we aren't in this uh, frame of mind if you like we don't have this identity for ourselves we're stuck in an old identity of, um, of underperforming we're not if we're making say a 10k a year we're not in that 100k a year mindset and i think it's it's really important to actually establish that identity for yourself and understand that you are someone that can achieve that if you're actually going to implement these strategies and they're going to work. You can get 100 people on um, on phone calls or, or messaging you through the strategies, but if you then don't have the self-belief, if you don't have the right identity of yourself, which, by the way, is clear to observe, it's, it shows when you're not right inside. It's It's very clear to the other person if you don't believe you can produce a result um so yeah on, on the personal development side of things having that self-belief and that um character is just as important 
I like to say that personal branding is as much about personal development as it is about branding. They are two things that go hand in hand in building a successful brand. So it's like it's like building a house on rock or sand, right? If you build your house on on sand and don't have that character as the foundation, the house or, or your brand isn't going to survive. But if you build it on rock, a strong foundation of of good character, of excellent leadership skills, etc., it's going to a be more successful in the short term and b last a lot longer. So, cannot recommend enough actually developing your own um, persona and identity in line with building up your your brand and using these strategies. I think so that's covered two of the main parts of personal branding, the personal development and the actual the brand values, etc. I think the third part that a lot of people seem to neglect is the the systems behind it. And this is probably the last thing I'm going to talk about today. But the systems, the marketing systems behind your personal brand are again just as important. This idea of building a personal brand to just attract inbound opportunities is quite frankly bullshit right we we don't attract things passively if you if you simply create a brand and expect things to fall into place it's not going to happen that's if you liken it to the law of attraction that's not how things work the law of attraction is not really one of attraction but more of creation so it's important i think to actually go out and create your client rather than simply attracting them and a lot of that comes through the systems that you have in place that can take someone from not knowing who you are all the way through the stages of liking you, trusting you, resonating with you, realizing they have a problem that you can solve and ultimately investing in your services. So without that system to take people through that, you can't expect firing out a load of content with a bit of personality and making your values clear to actually convert clients. You've got to have this system, this back-end system, if you like, operating in the background that's actually going to take someone from completely unaware of you to a happy client that's referring other people. If you don't have those systems in place, again, the development, the, the brand values, everything you have becomes meaningless because it's not going to convert into um, real-world business growth or, or whatever else you're trying to do. So those are th the three last things I mentioned and the three key components i think of building a personal brand the personal development the understanding your values and having a clear brand identity and also the back-end marketing systems if you like that actually do convert the clients for you um, so take it take an active approach to branding uh, in the sense that you're creating clients you're creating opportunities rather than just simply um putting a plate out and expecting everything, all your food to fall onto it, if you like, um, if you want an analogy. So go out and actively create clients. Don't just sit and hope that they will passively fall into place. And with that, I will draw to the end of the podcast. Guys, thank you very much for listening to me this week. I know it's a different situation in that I don't have a guest. It's been me um, maybe waffling a bit. Sorry about that. Um, but hopefully you were sort of, felt engaged and were almost part of my own conversation if you like i hope you took a lot of value from it um do let me know your thoughts in, in whatever platform you're listening to this on um or just shoot me a message privately on linkedin it'd be great to, to have any feedback if you like this, this sort of style or if you 
want the guests back, um, which there there will be next week. Um, but yeah, I'd really appreciate that. And if you are looking to take your personal brand to the next level, and you do want to implement these things of of building your own personal development, um, finding your brand values, and actually building back in systems that do create inbound and outbound clients for you, um, check out my website thatbrandingguy.com. Head over to Profitable Personal Branding Mastery. It's my new program. It's the best program I've ever done. Uh, I don't think you'll find a personal branding program like that. In fact, I'm actually getting <clears throat> pretty pissed off with the lack of value in most LinkedIn personal branding courses. Um, so I've absolutely jam-packed this one full. So the 50 hours of coaching, 50 hours of Q&A, 12 one-to-one sessions, six case studies, all my resources, um, 24-7 support group. It's it's an incredible course. And I recommend you do check it out. Guys, thank you ever so much for listening once again, and I'll speak to you all next week.